You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. You've now tuned in to the Drawing Board Podcast, a powerful, thought-provoking discussion where we talk about family, relationships, ministry, community, and career. Let's see what exciting guests we have on our show today. So again, the exciting guest we have on our show tonight is, I call her affectionately, Sweet, you know, and she calls me Honey. Right. So uh, we have <laughs> Sweet Honey coming to you via <laughs> the Drawing Board <laughs> Podcast. Uh, tonight, we it's, real, it's really light. Uh, we want to address some things about love and relationships and marriage and commitment and trust and honesty and uh, companionship and longevity and just really just you know, give you all an opportunity to kick it with the Ebrons. Uh, that could be a show, kicking it with the Ebrons. <laughs> no, but uh, just kind of talking about some of the things that are important to us when it comes to marriage. Now, Shalice, we will be married this May, fifteen years. The big one. The five. big one five, and so super excited about us. You know, reaching that kind of mile marker. But I'm excited about all of the life that we have. Let you know, left to to live and to you know engage in adventure and all of the corny jokes that I plan to tell between now and then. <laughs> oh my! And all of the singing, you know, from the shower or in the car, or what about my? Do you remember when we used to travel from school? And I used to always get into my uh, poetic space. Yes. Yes, and I would give you these impromptu poems. Yes. And off the off the dome, and I was like, "Yeah, baby, how'd you like that one?" <laughs> Right. All the time. So, yeah, let's. what do you think? Uh, in 2019, uh, we've been married 15 years. What is the most important uh, factor of marriage and relationship in 2019, especially with so many different cultural shifts? Uh, well, for us, I think that it is just time. Like time is a huge factor. Like we're busy. We had a lot. We have a lot of things. Um. In the works right now, just as far as our um, company and with our children, and I feel like time is a huge thing. Like we're that's the thing that's that's so hard to get and to have, and it's the thing that we want the most. We're like, dang, wonder can we still an hour here? Can we still an hour there? Literally, when you leave the podcast, sometimes we're going to the movies in the middle of the night and we're so sleepy, but we just insist on we're going to have this date night tonight. So um, time is a really big thing, Uh, making sure that we schedule time for each other weekly, daily, by the moment, by the minute. Absolutely. So when we when we talk about that time, I try to do little things, whether it's complimenting you in the morning or at, we were at church the other day. We Service was over, just to be clear. Okay, <laughs> service was over, and we were in the fellowship hall. And I was trying to give you the eye. And you were like, wait a minute. You couldn't even feel that I was giving you the eye because you were trying to see. You said, oh, babe, you got something on your face. Yeah, and you, were so, did. you were so concerned about. You did. Yeah, so uh, I, said, I said, girl, I'm trying to give you the eye. <laughs> I knew you were. And, uh, uh, but just being able to, I think, in those moments because – uh, a lot of especially when life is intense and it's a lot of different things happening uh for us 
Uh, one of the things, like, in the midst of, like, working on our marriage and perfecting our love, mm-hmm. um, we have children that are growing up, mm-hmm. and then we have parents that are aging, mm-hmm. and then we have grandparents that are still, thank God, they are still with us, or some have recently made their transition. But, like, so many things competing for our time and attention. Uh, what are some small things that you think or that you know we do uh, other than falling asleep in the movie theater holding hands <laughs> because we're exhausted? Uh, that, you know, gives us kind of that just uh, indication, hey, that you're still a huge priority in our as far as our marriage being a huge priority. Um, well, uh, I think that uh, people can definitely use like social media in a positive way, like giving their spouse WCW <laughs> all the time, give their spouse shout outs and things like that. Um, but you know, there are some people who like things more private and like more personal things as well. So just a quick text message or, um, a snack in the car. I do that for you sometimes. Like you get in the car, you got your favorite snack in there. (laughs) Right. Um, things like that, that is, 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 doesn't take a, a lot of time and is not so, you know, over the top where everybody can see it, but something that just means something to you and your spouse. Um, Things like that, you know, uh, photos, some a funny joke, like we'll text um, jokes or stuff that's funny. Things we see on social media that we won't like repost, but we'll laugh at it amongst yeah, ourselves. We'll laugh at it. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, I mean, things like that. Think it's always nice to have something that is just personal between you, exclusive between you and your spouse. So, anything like that is always, you know. Something good to share and that will definitely add to your relationship. Yeah, I agree. And there's somebody probably watching and you may be in a different season in your relationship. I saw somebody post the other day that they were learning how to fall back in love with their mate or their spouse just because they had experienced some challenges or different things that come up. And we've been there. And uh, especially when we had kids that were 18 months apart. So, you know, one was sleeping, one was up, one was in diapers, one was in pull-ups, one was uh, what we call the boo-boo blowout. You know, (laughs) they have a big mess and then we have to we're on our way out the door to go to church. And one of the kids have made a mess or spilled juice all over there. Mm -hmm. And you are not really frustrated with the other spouse, with your spouse, but you are definitely frustrated with the situation. But who ends up receiving that frustration? Your spouse. Your spouse. And so. Ready, aim, fire. (laughs) I mean, I'm telling you, listen, (laughs) shots fired, hands up, don't (laughs) shoot. Uh, And all of these things, what we had, we, we had, we both communicate very differently. We do. We communicate very differently because, and I think, and I'll say this, I think being raised by my mother uh, caused me to, the talking gene is just there. It is. And it is. And I had to learn that just because I'm talking, it doesn't mean that I'm communicating. It doesn't. Right. Okay, I don't need you. You felt all that conviction come through the podcast. Did you feel the conviction come through? Uh, And just because you're, you're silent in the moment. It doesn't mean that you aren't listening or reflecting or processing. Mm-hmm. And for a talker like me, uh, sometimes, and I, I'm matured, I have my moments, you know, mm-hmm. but the silence on one end may seem like, wait a minute, are you being attentive to what's being <laughs> expressed here? Hear me? Right. But giving you the time to process uh, so that you can respond and it's not just rabbit shots being fired back and forth. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. 
And I think for those that are listening, like we had to learn how to how to communicate and how to express ourselves. Mm-hmm. So here's a question for you. Here's here's the here's the question. Okay. All right. Here's the question. So when we were dating, mm-hmm. and we would see each other on a weekly basis, sometimes daily, sometimes daily, I would find I would have a gift mm-hmm. every time I saw you. This is true. And I was a broke college student. Okay. <laughs> This is I'm true. talking about like broker than broke, <laughs> broke college student trying to just get through these four years. But I always share, even when we talk to our daughter, like that when a man wants to be with that woman, he will do whatever is necessary to let her know that she is special. So here it goes. How have I let you know that you're special, babe? <laughs> no, that's not the real question. Oh, but here, here, here's the here's the real question. The real question is like, when it comes to engaging into a dating relationship, what were some of the criteria that you had set for? Uh, definitely someone. Well, the, listen. Do you want me to talk about my list? Talk about the list, because I listen. <laughs> I was on. I didn't know I was being graded, but now that I I I got a chance. To see the list, it was about fifty nine. No, it wasn't fifty nine was things. Nine. But it it was about twenty five to thirty things on this list. Okay, Shalise, let's talk about the list. Yes. So I had things on the list like must have a sense of humor. No one wants to be with someone who is dry and boring. Like, wait a minute, no. check. <laughs> um, I had things like uh, sh- be able to dance. Oh, wait a minute. You see me Facebook? You see me, you see me Facebook? <laughs> and that's like something sick, but it was something that was important to me. Like, you want to be able to, when you're ready to get on the dance floor, you you know, you have that. Even though now he goes over the top, but I'm not even going to go there. It's not over the top. I'm just, I just get excited when I'm dancing with you. Right. That's what it is. Right. I, I can't contain myself. Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and. <laughs> You uh another thing that was on my li- on the list was oh. um definitely that I wanted someone who had the same faith as I did and that you know uh loved God and that wanted to serve him and that I would be equally yoked with so that was important and that was on my list. Can can we pause before in the midst of that list? Yes. Like when you talk about loving God because yes. we enjoy our faith. Yes. And like we like faith it, for us, was not a list of can't do's. Mm-mm. Like there is so much liberty and freedom within our faith to enjoy our marriage. Like God created marriage for sure, and so that that's another thing that we'll talk about in a minute. But like we enjoyed our faith, we prayed together. Listen, this is when I, we had to call. I didn't have a cell phone, so I had to call her on my school phone. <laughs> And they were charging me ten cent per minute. We had two hundred dollar phone bills. Two hundred dollar phone bills every every time we came up. But we did not let the evening close out if we did not pray with each other. This is true. And if you were at the computer lab at one thirty because you like to procrastinate to write all your papers, you shots were there fired. Too. Shots fired. Fire those yeah, shots. shots fired. You were there too. Yeah. Even though it took you two point two seconds to get your paper done. Right. Whatever. I didn't really study like that. Whatever. I just, you know, but anyway. Dance uh, Andre. We would, oh, who put down Dance <laughs> You already know who did that. Oh Lord, that's my cousin Jeremy. Dance but and Andre show us move. We would all at <laughs> <laughs> Jay. All right, man. I, I got this mic. No, I'm joking, but <laughs> Listen, uh, we would always take time to pray mm-hmm. and we would pray for each other and we would ask each other, like, what can I pray for you about? 
or because we are thinking about each other, uh, the Holy Spirit will give us certain things to encourage each mm-hmm. other, um, to hold on, to fight on. And it w- we'll talk about that in a, in a minute. How important is a marriage to encouraging your dream? But that's another question. Let's get back to this list. Oh, before that, uh, Ludiki. I like to shout out uh, <laughs> Melissa Ludiki at this time. Uh, she wants a shout out. Let me see Nani. Oh, what's going on, Nani? I see you. Much love to you. Nani is an awesome artist. Uh, she has, listen, I want, Nani, I have to have you on the show so we can showcase your talent, your artistry. Uh, Jackie and then, on here too. Oh, Jackie. Oh, listen, there's, oh, my cousin, my cousin and my cousin in love. <laughs> J- they call themselves Double J. JJ. <laughs> JJ. Jackie Team and JJ. Jeremy. Team JJ. <laughs> they are in the house. All right. So, Shalisa, let's get back to this exhaustive list that you, you gave and put before the Lord. Oh, let's see. What else was on there? Um. Oh, I also put it on there. Um, oh, I have to remember some of the. Things I remember one thing I didn't have. What was that money? Oh wow! Yes, I did not have money. <laughs> That's not what I was talking about. But <laughs> talking yes, about? no, I did not have any money at that time. Did I yeah. say it must be no? I didn't have that either. So okay. I wasn't established. I didn't have any See? money. And I didn't have any transportation stuff. at the oh, time. Oh, yes, that's what it was. And so you're like, what? She dated you and you were broke? Not and you were not. A, I we was a college. In college, though. I was no, in college but there too. are some college students right now who are walking around with all types of things. Um, you know, money procured all types of ways. Yes. But, you know, we were focused head to the ground, set of uh, morals and things that would only allow me to you know, legitimately (laughs) obtain finances. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, all that being said, uh, you took the risk anyway. I did because you were so, like, uh, driven and excited about life. And, like, I bought in. Everything you told me, I'm like, yes, that is going to happen. Yes, that is going to come to pass. And you had already proven, like, with what you were doing already, uh, coming to see me, like I said, always having a gift or just always doing something, wanting to do nice things for me, no matter what it was. We had our things that we did when we had money and we had things that we did when we didn't have money, but it was always something. It was never a dull moment. And if it wasn't, um, a, a gift or something, it was a poem or it was something like that. So, you let me know from the beginning, like, hey, I love you and I'm going to go to the ends of the earth um, to do whatever I need to do to take care of you and make sure you have everything that you need. So that was never, you know, a question or, hmm, wonder will, you know, this work out or that work out? N- not really, because I had no doubt, like, he's going to make it happen some kind of way. So I'm not worried about it. Absolutely. I mean, when you when you love somebody, I saw a post the other day, it says, when you give to somebody and you are struggling, mm-hmm. that is not, uh, let me see how they put it. They said that is not, I forget what the, how they said it, but mm-hmm. essentially what it ended in, they said that when you give to someone else when you're struggling, that's an indication of love. Oh, okay. And so love sacrifices. We know all of these different things about what love does. And it is not something that you just believe. It is something that you do. Love is an action. Uh, One of the things that I promised you uh, when I got my vehicle, and it was only a couple months in uh, until I had gotten my vehicle. Mm -hmm. And so I said, when I get my vehicle, 
because I'm really big on reciprocation. I'm huge yes. on reciprocation. Like, reciprocation for me is like breath. It's like air that you breathe because I, I had been in so many different relationships where I was the only one giving. I was giving. I was giving. But I wasn't. it wasn't anything reciprocal. So then when I met you, like, you are a giver just like me. And so we would get into like giving wars, you know, like <laughs> mm-hmm. who can who can outgive the other one? Not just tangible things or monetary things or materialistic things, but it would be like I'm going to get my text through first or mm-hmm. I'm going to pray for you in such a way or I'm hearing from God regarding you and all of that wisdom that we would share with each other caused our relationship to grow. Mm-hmm. And what I loved most is in our relationship, uh we accepted each other's families. Oh, for sure. And like we to this day, yeah, to this day. and we, <laughs> we never we were, had that family beef. We never uh, did. Mother in law, uh, father. We never had that kind of beef. Like, oh, I don't like. We, it was never a competition. But I think that um, most definitely our moms made sure that it wasn't like that. They never put us in any in any positions. They were like, listen. what you all are going to do. You can call me and try to ask for advice to talk about the other person if you want to, but at the end of the day, you need to figure it out. (laughs) You know? Absolutely. They didn't play that. Like, And they did not get in the business. They did not. Like, they did not care. They did not choose sides. They don't care what happened, who did it, what for whose fault it is, but they're not going to take sides. And but they still had our backs, but they had both of our backs at the same time. I don't know how they did that, but I don't, I don't either. Because <laughs> I I could literally go sit down uh, with Mama Baker, mm-hmm. your mother, mm-hmm. and we could sit there and kick it about you know different challenges that we may have been having, mm-hmm. and we would sit there, and at the end, you know. Uh, she would either get on my case or mm-hmm. she would share like, oh, no, uh-uh, no, she can't do that. I, you know, mm-hmm. and would just teach each other w- what I felt they helped us do was teach us how to better love one another. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't say that without saying that we are submitted to the same authority mm-hmm. uh, as it relates to our faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, we Ever since we have been dating, we've been uh, submitted under the same ministry, so we're getting the same spiritual food. Mm-hmm. Uh, we kind of have, we have very, like you have an eclectic vibe and taste in certain music that I'm just like, yo, I can't, <laughs> I can't, I cannot get with this. Mm-hmm. Are we listening to country right What is going on here? <laughs> you know, I like certain country, uh, but like we had support. And then even our friends, uh, the ones who like were in our corner all mm-hmm. the time, our close friends, our close friends. Because let me tell you something: getting married, it will bring everybody out of the woodworks. Mm-hmm. So for those of you who are recently engaged or you're close up on your wedding date, and you're like, "Oh my goodness, where <laughs> did this come from? This seems like a curveball. I've been cool with this person since we were in diapers, and all of a sudden the hate shows up." You have to realize a lot of times it's not about you, the person. It is about other people having those strong desires to be in those committed relationships. Mm -hmm. And when they see it play out in your life, they don't know how to be happy in those moments for Mm -hmm. you because it's really territory that they also wish that they were in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's why it's definitely important, like who you kind of find out in those moments, who your true friends are. And um, who is really for you and for your happiness above all things. Because Andre can attest to my best friend is totally like this. Like, she's not going to take sides. Oh, let's talk about the alarm clock. She's <laughs> not going to do anything. One, one early in our marriage, before we had kids or anything, I got mad at Andre. And I left. I'm going to go to my best friend's house. I got my alarm clock so I could wake up for work the next day. 
I'm I'm out of here. I got one outfit and my alarm clock. And she let she opened up the door. She let me come in and everything. We just sitting there. So she like, well, what did he do? And I'm telling her, and he did this, and I'm so mad. And I was and at the end of the conversation, she said, did he beat you up? Anything like that? No. All the questions she asked me, I said no to. She said. Then get your alarm clock and go back home. You're not staying over here. You're going back home. You're going to figure it out. Goodbye. Shout out to Storm. Put me out with my alarm clock. Get out. But you need people like that. You don't need the person that's going to welcome you in and be like, girl, we about to go out to such and such a place or we about to do this. You need that person that's going to give you solid counsel in your best interest. Like, hey, now, I know that you mad at him right now, but listen, it's not that serious Shake it off. Go back home. Y'all work it out. That's the that's the kind of um, friends you need in your corner. So think about, evaluate your list of friends. Like, who is going to open up that door and be like, girl, I'm about to call so-and-so over here too because we about to turn up and have a party. Like, no. Your relationship is much more important than hanging out with your friends. And you should have friends in your corner that agree and make and believe that as well. Absolutely. And my cousin Jeremy and uh, my cousin Tarek and my cousin Greg, everybody, you know, they have varied advice. Uh, <laughs> but I do know that, A, number one, that they love me. That's important. So when it came to me expressing how I felt about something, I had to, you know, have a safe place to land. I can't express how I feel, whether I'm hurt, to somebody who doesn't love me. Right. Because when when you see things falling apart, and this is to somebody that's that's listening, uh, when people see your relationship having some troubles and they are also unhappy or they feel miserable, you know, misery loves company. For sure. So there there's a there are two groups of people who believe, oh, marriage doesn't work. Uh, everybody's going to have a challenge. And, you know, I know the statistics say right now over 50 percent of marriages end in divorce. But I have this. I used to be and I still am so bold to say, but well, not my house. You know, mm-hmm. it can happen to everybody else in the world, but not my house. Because you have to be vested enough uh, to do the work. Uh, when people describe marriage, Shalice, you know, they always talk about how arduous it is, mm-hmm. how challenging it is, mm-hmm. how much work it is. Yes, that is true. But if that is your perspective, you're going to have all of those things. Like mm-hmm. we have tons of fun. Mm-hmm. You and I will bust out in a dance battle at the house. We you know, will. and just randomly, if yes. the song is on, jokes, jokes, cracking uh, jokes on one another, yes. practical know. jokes, right around <laughs> ice, oh, uh, fights, or oh. you know, someone's. You tried to bring that back. I didn't. I, I'm not. You. And I she, can't she do wasn't. The cold so water. okay. So here's here's <laughs> not this doing is love it. and relationship in the context <laughs> of marriage. Okay. All right. So uh, we used what we used to do a long time ago. Say you're you know you're in the midst of your shower and you're taking this nice warm shower. <laughs> We would fill up a bucket of cold water, <laughs> and while the other person is showering, throw the cold water on each other. So and, rude. Yeah, it is rude, but it but is it was absolutely fun. It was hilarious, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, and we would, you know, hide. It, I tell Shalisa, please don't try to hide and pop out of no uh, <laughs> no secret place because I am Jeanette Ebron's son. <laughs> and if you don't know who Jeanette Ebron is, that is my mother, and she is – a military-minded person uh, was raised by her. She's a Marine. And so she used to walk me through the house 
there was a weapon in every room of the oh house, my okay? Gosh. In every room of the house, <laughs> you are less than five feet away from the next weapon, okay? So uh, that is just how we were raised. Uh, she, It was a single-parent household. My mom raised me by herself. So she did what she had to do to make sure that we were safe, all right? And uh, she said, don't you pop out on me because, you know, <laughs> you may not come back from whatever's going on. Or she'd say, when you walk in my house or in my room, you better announce yourself. You know, these, mm-hmm. are, these are some of the things we grew up on. And Shalice, I, we were in college. <laughs> and you had a key to my apartment. And you decided to go in and hide in the, hide closet. In the closet. And I was, getting, I was getting ready. And I saw a person ducked off in the corner of the closet. But I couldn't make out who it was. And so... What I did was I just continued to act like I didn't see that this person was in my closet. And then I shoved all of the clothes from the right side of the closet to the left. And I got ready to handle business. <laughs> she said, wait, 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 it's me, it's me. And I said, oh, I said, girl, don't ever scare me like that again. I was like, when I go into that mode, it, you know, nothing. listen, one of us not walking up out of here and I'm definitely leaving. So. Uh, you have to know your partner's idiosyncrasies like that, mm-hmm. um, even to this day. Uh, Shalise, do you remember when the kids hid under uh, the rack at Kmart? Oh, my gosh. It was just one of them. I think it was Christian. No, we they, had Andre. They, no, we didn't have Andre. Both of them hid under there because I walked them back in the department store to use the bathroom or something like that. No, remember? it was just Christian. It was just Christian? Yes, yeah, so okay. we had Andre. We had just got finished taking pictures. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we were taking pictures. Mm-hmm. Like, if you haven't gotten your J.C. Penney's picture, you know, from back in the day, or you know, if you went to, uh, if you were in Fort Wayne, they used to have pictures at Value City. You go, you could go to Value City and get your pictures. Mm-hmm. Now we had Olin Mills pictures too, but you know, when you're trying to get that quick little package, they had a nice turnaround time. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And at this time, I think we were at Kmart when we Kmart were. used to have photography. Uh-huh. So, yeah. And then Christian was hiding under the rack, quiet as a church mouse. <laughs> Listen, and and Andre was going like he walked around looking for her for a minute. When he could not find her, he shut the whole store down. Went to the <laughs> to the front, and told them lock the doors. Don't let anybody in. Don't let anybody out. I was like, oh. this happened. Well, yes, I, <laughs> it, it did. I, I am a protector by nature. Yes, and everybody in the store became a suspect until yes, they did. My daughter showed up, and, and was I was listening. You know how it is, parents, uh, especially, and I I have a team member. My wife, she got my back. She is, mm-hmm. you know, she look, was looking around, too. I said, I'm staying right here. And I'm <laughs> I'm walking around the store. I didn't bust through all the bathrooms, men's bathrooms, women's bathrooms. All of them. All around. I didn't told the manager he better not open the door. <laughs> People trying to leave. Nobody leaving until I find my daughter. <laughs> and she came from up under the rack. Uh, from hiding under that. She, she didn't come from up. We just parted. We were parting all the racks looking for her, and she was sitting there quiet. I'm like, girl. <laughs> right. And so I couldn't even speak because I was in destroy you mode. So I saw her, and I was happy that, you know, she was safe. But, you know, listen, as you all, you know the colloquialism, talk about ride or die. Uh, yeah, my wife, we will, you know, mm-hmm. hey, listen, whether we are praising the Lord together or if we have to ride out on you. No, I'm joking. We're not going to ride out. No, <laughs> no, no we're well, not going to ride out. Uh, maybe. I don't. Well, listen, that's to be determined. But <laughs> uh, at the end of the day, Shalice, we have tons of fun together. Mm-hmm. Uh, surprising each other, 
being there to wipe each other's tears, mm-hmm. uh, being there to express our care. And like I grew up in a household where there was a lot of talking. Mm-hmm. And in your household, was was doing. there? It was more doing. More doing. And doing and spending time together and activities. Like we were less like, oh, I love you. Da, da, da. Like that was occasionally. It was more like, come on, let's go do this. Or I did this for you. I know you like these. I made your favorite such and such. I did this. So um, your your house that you guys did a lot of um very affectionate. Yes. Very, yes. yes. A lot of no. communication. Yes. yes. We were not like that. Right. <laughs> right. Before you left the house, it was, I love you. Mm-hmm. You know, be- when you come home, I love you. Yes. It was just a lot of, a lot of communicating um, as far as verbal communication. Mm-hmm. So interestingly enough, uh, the way that I enjoy receiving love is I, I enjoy that affirmation. I enjoy mm-hmm. that love, that hearing you say, I love you. Uh, being able to, when you used to, uh, make my lunch and you put a little note in there mm-hmm. or you give me a treat or a snack or something like that mm-hmm. and you have a little note attached to it uh that was huge mm-hmm. so listen on air i have to tell you all about this binder i still have it to this oh day oh my goodness i do i have this binder that shalisa made for me while we were in college and i was preparing to go to law school and i was studying for the lsat and if anybody has has done that study for the lsat you know, it is really kind of all consuming, especially if you want to do well. So I was studying for the LSAT. I was finishing up senior year and uh, she made this binder for me with all of these type of affirmations and quotes, because that's right up my alley. You know, if you've been following me, the drawing board nation, I love affirmations, love quotes. Uh, they inspire me. They motivate me. They encourage me because I'm going to do it anyway. Yes. Like I'm going to do it anyway. If I make up my mind that this is what I'm going to do, this is the goal that I've had, I have set. I'm willing to sacrifice whatever it takes in order to reach that goal or that dream. Um, but you made that binder for me and I had never had that done before. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, you had it laminated, Thank not to you. mention you were an education major. So. Yeah. Right up my alley. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I didn't ask for that. Right. That was something you did on your own accord. Mm-hmm. And I, I still have that binder to this day. As a matter of fact, I was carrying it around the I other day. I saw it on the couch. I yeah, was like, I was, why is this out? Yeah, I was reading through it. I'm, hey, it's a fluid document. Now, mm-hmm. now what she did say, uh, Facebook, you know, Podcast Detroit, uh, people listening in. She said she was going to continue to add to it over the years. I did. And... Uh, <coughs> <coughs> Excuse me. But there are things that uh, I have created me. that could go in there. For example, excuse all of your countdowns and excuse different me. things, all of that can be considered things that could go in your binder. Oh, that's great damage control. Great damage control. I just saying, I didn't put it in the binder. Oh, she's off but the ropes. She's I the have ropes. added, you know, lots of affirmations and things. I put stuff out there. No, absolutely you do. Uh, my business wouldn't be in the, the shape that it's in and growing without your help. I would have not been able to publish my book without your help. Uh, yeah. Whoa. That was a lot of work. Um, I would not be able to have the freedoms and liberties to go to some of the conferences and things that I've been able to go to while you are at home, help make sure the children have what they need and vice versa. You know, when you're in school and I'm seeing to the kids and, mm-hmm. you know, when you, I go out, when, when I had to go out, out of town for work and stuff. Yeah. When you go out of town, mm-hmm. you know, so all of those things are important. Mm-hmm. And let's talk about that for a minute. We have 
a couple more minutes tonight. Uh, let's talk about the give and take of the relationship uh, mm-hmm. because one of the one of the most transforming thoughts for me uh, because you know I was I was a cut them off in a minute type person. Yes, like, I, I had no problem with that. My cutoff game was real strong. If I was working on a goal or something, and somebody came in and spoke some type of doubt or like, oh, you may not be able to do this. Oh, cut off. You know. <laughs> yes. Uh, or somebody come in. Well, why are you doing that? Nobody else has, you know, been able to do that. Oh, you speaking impossibility in my life? Oh, cut off. Yes. You know. Oh, wait a minute. Did you just, you know, mistreat me or you don't see me as you should the right way? Like this is your perspective of me? Oh, cut off. Mm-hmm. I think I have a pair of scissors that just said cut off because it, it, it was quick. <laughs> yes, it was. And I had to grow in patience and grow in love and realize that sometimes people expressing these thoughts uh, was out while their while their motive was very genuine and sincere, mm-hmm. they were sincerely wrong. <laughs> oh Lord. All right. They <laughs> yeah. were. They were. Mm-hmm. Um but the point that I'm making is when the transforming thought I had is when I realized that we were one. Mm-hmm. And this took some time, uh, even after the I do's mm-hmm. uh into the marriage. I understood, you know, leave and cleave, you know, and all of those good things. But when two systems are becoming one, mm-hmm. there's some friction there. For sure. And so then when I realized that, uh, you know, your success is my success and mm-hmm. my success is your success, it is so much easier to support somebody when you see it as yourself. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Oh, uh, for sure. Um, I think that that is definitely, like, the hardest thing to come about, like, to not separate things out. Like, oh... I did this, oh, you did this, and to flip the perspective from I and me to us and we. Oh, that's good. Somebody (laughs) needs to put that in the comments. (laughs) To flip it from I and me to us and we. Oh, I'm going to write a poem about that. No, I'm joking. (laughs) So um, uh, that that is definitely something that is the the hard part of the relationship. But once you get that master, like everything that I do um, affects my spouse and everything my spouse does affects me good, bad, or otherwise. Like we're in this together. Um, your success is my success, so forth and so on. Once you get that figured out, everything else is easy. Like I so I feel like um a little bit like year fifteen, we're just feeling like the ease of things, like where it's like, ooh, I don't have to wonder about this. I don't have to think about that. I don't have to um consider myself because my spouse is going to consider me you know those kinds of things so um once you get to that part like that's that's when you feel a little bit of the ease you know and it took us this long to get here so it did and there were i mean there were some very exciting and great moments there were some very challenging and rough moments mm-hmm. and rough patches but the one thing that we were committed to doing even amidst all that was being with and for one another. Mm-hmm. So if your husband or your significant other cannot be upset with you, sit on the couch, look at you, still mad and say, what you want to eat? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, be be mad as I don't know what. Be Okay, what, we, what, what you want to eat? You, you want your favorite juice? Mm-hmm. You want? Okay. You getting right. ready to go? You, you want me to iron go? your shirt? Want me to iron your shirt? What, you, <laughs> what, you, what do you need? <laughs> mad as I don't know what. Uh-huh. Love you. <laughs> yeah. Talk talk to you later. Nah, I'll talk to you uh-huh. later. Goodbye. <laughs> uh-huh. Send a text message. I'm still mad at you, but have a good day. 
You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like all of those things, because there's a bigger picture mm-hmm. and what you feel emotionally. And I, I have to say that our marriage is built in foundation that Christ is our head. Right. So Definitely. we cannot take for granted. I'm not just giving we're not just here giving cookie cutter like, oh, yeah, if you're upset. Everything send it, yeah, everything was, No, we're not giving you that. But nope. what what maintain the head of our relationship and still is, is that Christ is the head. Mm-hmm. And so. Uh, some of the things, and we realized that marriage is a covenant ordained by God, and through that, that his ministry, the ministry of Jesus Christ is reflected to the world, and this is the closest thing that we can show of a reflection of Christ's relationship to the church. So we understand that, mm-hmm. and so when we do that, in some of our, I'll be honest, in some of our worst and challenging moments, people would look at us and be like, you guys are such a great example. And we would and be, we'd be like, looking like, oh my okay. God. Ooh, why would they say that today? Today? Oh, no. Like, oh, I am mad as I don't know what, but she is still fine. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know, like, dang. But and here are, some, here are some of the things. For those of you who, like, go to church Sunday morning, I don't know what it is about Sunday morning, <laughs> but it can produce some of the most interesting arguments, it right? Can. And you're just like. You know we got to be at church at 9.30, intercessory prayer start. <laughs> we have to get there. Come on. You making us late. You making us late. I got to get there. Or, oh, my gosh, you tell me to hurry up, and I got to sit in the car. I'm sitting in the car for 15 minutes because <laughs> yeah, your... you're not ready. Oh, so these are some of the, you know, so then you get in the car, and you're trying to turn on your praise music to set your environment right. You be mad, talking about some, I lift. Oh, my God, I'm still so mad. <laughs> you know? And then uh, when you go to a church like we go to, where the word is preached mm-hmm. and you go in there expecting to hear the word, like God always comes through with the answer mm-hmm. uh, to whatever the, the challenge was. Mm-hmm. And it's something about the anointing that shows up in the service. You literally can't afterwards. have an attitude You after. cannot have an attitude after that. No, you, and you walk in and you're like, because if you go to a church uh, where, you know, the leaders are meeting and you guys know each other and you can kind of tell the man- the mannerisms of the other one. You can tell when that couple has gotten into an argument before they came in to serve, right? So you're like, oh, so-and-so got into an argument. And so you say, what's up, bro? You all right? Yeah, man, I'm good, you know? <laughs> and then afterwards, we sit down, we break bread, we have fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love how, like, on in our ministry, our pastor always sends out things uh, just like just uh, recently, probably about a day ago, yeah, our pastor 20, sent out 20 scriptures, 20 scriptures, 20 scriptures to help strengthen and build your marriage mm-hmm. and everything from like knowing what biblical submission is mm-hmm. and knowing that we are both submitted to Christ and then thereby submitted to the Christ within each other. Mm-hmm. Like our pastors always giving us those faith builders. Yes. And so if anything you get out of this and we laugh and we joke like but when your marriage or your relationship is rooted in the principle of the word of God. Like even when the other person is wrong, you know, you have to be able to see it from their eyes and both of you all have to be willing to go back to the word. Mm -hmm. And if both of you have fallen short, then both of you all need to come up to what the word says. Mm -hmm. So brothers, I know, I know brothers. I know I have even gone to God about this. I said, Lord, your word say dwell with her according to knowledge that your prayers be not hindered. I get it. I, Lord, Lord, I said, Lord, now I don't see nothing in the scripture that say that her prayers are going to be hindered if she mad with me. Now, Lord, I did not start this argument. I didn't. I didn't start this argument. She started it, Lord. You saw her. You know, but, and, and then, brothers, you know, 
uh, being the head of the household simply means that you're willing to serve in a greater capacity, that the responsibility uh, for being the priest means that you're praying and you're getting answers from God and that you're submitted to the will of the Holy Spirit. Uh, being the provider, which means like literally uh, I was willing to do whatever it took and I still am uh, whatever it takes to provide for my wife. Uh, if I had to be up all night, if I have to get no sleep, if I but God has a better way. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying these are some of the things that had to happen for sure. to make sure. Babe, do you remember when we were during tight times and I could not go? I couldn't send you to get a pedicure. Yes. And so I had enough money. I had some money and I took you to get a pedicure mm-hmm. and I'm sitting there talking to the guy the whole time. He's giving you a pedicure. Now, how you do that? Yes. Now, what, every little what you step. Do? Now, uh-huh. what is that? What is that stuff that you're what putting you on put there? What do you put in that water? What yeah, is what that is right that? there? Okay. What, how much are you willing to sell me some of that right there? It was the <laughs> cuticle softener, you know. Mm-hmm. And he said, yeah, I'll sell you something. I said, how much is it? He said, I'll sell you this big bottle for $5. I said, good deal. Then I went to uh, Walgreens and bought one of those little foot pools, mm-hmm. and I was giving you pedicures. Yep. Listen, I still cannot paint to save my life. Nah, like, I tried I tried to paint the toenails. <laughs> I am so I, bad. Listen, I'm horrible at that. <laughs> and I didn't want to hurt his feelings, so he'd be like, how did I look? Uh, he'd be like, he'd come in with the cotton ball. i come in with the cotton ball. <laughs> like, that's okay, babe. You can wipe it off. You can wipe yeah. it off. And I, look, I, didn't, okay. spend, I didn't spend an hour okay. and a half. Concentrating and Concentrating and trying to paint mm-hmm. Trying to paint these toenails The pedicure was on point though. I mean listen they, the These hands right point. here You know I I was Foot making massage, it happen massage yeah. Pedicure was on point But that polishing Just leave that to the professionals <laughs> Absolutely Listen I, I still have not The other day I was like Man I should probably look I should go back Just you know for old times sake Go back And I can YouTube how to paint her toenails. No. And then I was like, nah, dog. no, dog. It's the Randy Jackson. It's a no for me, dog. Yes. Like, nope. Yes. We are no. at a different time in life. Yes, we are. I don't have to do that anymore. Mm-mm. But every so often, I, I, I bust it out. The I bust foot it out. The foot there. massage, yeah. And Yay. now let, let's talk about this, too, on air. Now, brothers, <laughs> you know how when you go and you want to give your wife a massage, you do. Clearly, hold on, let me give the context again. Brothers that are giving your wife a <laughs> massage, okay? Because you're not going to say that Ebron told, no. And, you know, you're trying to set the mood. It's love day, right? So you got the candles lit. You got the soft music. You you know, everything is set. And then, you know, because we work hard all the time, so you got to, listen, you got to go and get you some special oils. I, that's another show. I, you know, oh we'll talk about God. that. So I got all the oils on deck, not just the Johnson & Johnson baby oil. You got to upgrade. Upgrade your oils, okay? Text me if you want to know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So I go, we set the mood. Now I'm trying to give you a massage. Next thing I know, you didn't, you are knocked out. Well, you're supposed to be relaxed when you're getting a massage. You're not supposed to be that relaxed. It's Good late. Lord. It's a whole day of oh, working. And it then is, you get yeah. the massage, mm-hmm. and, I'm sleep- and, I, and I just fall asleep by accident. Fall asleep by accident. But I wake well, listen, up. Listen, we got, you know what? I need this bell at the house. <laughs> wake up. Time to get up. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. But yeah. uh, the, the good thing, um, I'll be honest with you, Shalice, what honors me the most mm-hmm. is that you feel totally comfortable in my presence. Mm-hmm. Like, I think you know that if it was a two-ton elephant or gorilla and he was trying to come and hurt you, you know without a shadow or a doubt that I'm jumping, I'm jumping in there. You Absolutely. Know? And uh, when you are that comfortable for me, that that brings honor to me because it says, you know, I respect and trust 
that you're going to protect and provide for me. And brothers, you know how it is. Uh, and sisters, I know you can attest when you feel comfortable or when you feel at ease, uh, the real word that I, I'm going to use there is that when you feel vulnerable enough to be that comfortable with somebody, that is such an honor to them. Because a lot of us are walking around mm-hmm. life with walls up and different things up because of past experiences. And we don't have enough time on the show tonight to talk about within the marriage how we have to wait for the walls to come down. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> how love, you you could be loving somebody with everything that you have, <clears throat> excuse me, but you have to wait until they feel vulnerable enough for the walls to come down. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about that superficial, like, oh, yes, they told me their middle name, that wall came down, uh-huh. or they told me about when they were five. No, I'm talking about those those walls that are up, those secrets that have never been shared, mm-hmm. those things that they've never told another person. Like mm-hmm. those are the things. And, and can they trust you to not use it as ammunition uh, in an argument? Mm-hmm. You know, we, we we went through that. We went through that as well. <laughs> you know, and uh, and it just seemed to flow, just flow off the tongue uh-huh. when somebody, oh, yeah, maybe it's because. Mm-hmm. And it comes out and you're like, oh, my goodness. I can't believe you. I can't believe that. What? But you know. that, you know, that's one of those growth things and those maturity things um, that you have to just grow past and grow into. And even when your spouse does that, you're like, oh, I'm just being dumb. Like, it's really OK. Like, yeah. <laughs> we really going to move on. and Everything's really going to be OK. And they don't love me any less. And they don't really think so. They were just trying to get at me right then. And it's really OK. And that's another huge thing, like, to forgive. Like, forgive. Um, hard and to forgive fast. Forgiving fast is very important in a marriage because if you hold on to things, you're going to be miserable because it's too much stuff happens in a day that will be um that happens back to back that your spouse may not even know that they're doing. And if you hold on to every single thing, you are going to be miserable. First of all, you're gonna lose track of the things that you're holding against them. So forgive quick. And move on, like literally. Let it be known. That's the other part. Forgive quick. Let it be known and move on. Or seek to understand, like, I know that they didn't mean it like that. Like, literally, they have proven to me that they love me. I'm securing that. We've been together all this time. Why am I tripping over this? Like, mm-hmm. certain things is not even to tell them, like, you know, you that that really made me mad when you did so and so. It's like, why am I being super sensitive about this? Like, really? Like, it wasn't that serious. Actually, it was kind of funny when I think about it. So... Um, forgiving fast is definitely something that, um, you have to grow into. And I found that you're a lot happier when you forgive fast and don't hold grudges and things like that. Cause I am good for that. I won't say something is wrong. I won't do any of that. I'll just be walking around mad at them until it builds and builds and builds. And that is a silly way to do things. So I had to learn the hard way, um, to forgive fast because, you are the one walking around with the attitude and he is literally living his best life. And you like, you over there upset on the inside. Let it go. <laughs> right. So you either better Dwayne Woods, let it go, let go, let God. <laughs> the next message I'm going to preach for the marriage ministry is going to be called, are you mad or no? <laughs> All right. That's my next message. I'm preaching that. It's coming out of, I don't know what chapter it's coming out of. <laughs> it's no it's going to be about forgiveness though. Mm-hmm. Are you mad or no? But, um, Looking at it now, and Shalise, with about 10 minutes left in our show, mm-hmm. 
And we're thinking about some of the young couples that are coming up, and I'm so excited for them. And I feel like a, uh, you know, I think that I'm a young OG in the game, not a, not a, you know, not a real OG. As trustee, trustee Shell would say, I think, you know, well, he said I was at breakfast, so I might be at, I might be at <laughs> like at brunch. I might be at brunch right about now. So, uh, trustee Shell, awesome, positive example of a man that loves his family, loves his wife. Um, you know, and did everything within his power to ensure that not only that they were taken care of, mm -hmm. but that they received the best. Mm -hmm. So he would always mentor me. And I remember he used to say, young man, I love your passion. <laughs> and a, sim a simple way of saying, I, I, you know, hey, OK, that's great. You fired up about this. And this was like year one. And we were all out there uh, in the parking lot getting ready to go to our cars, our cars. And uh, he said, you know, here's the real question. Do you want to be right or do you want to be married? You know, <laughs> and this is to somebody right now. You're probably sitting on the couch or on your way home or you might be at work or working out. And the real question is, like, think about it. Is it really that serious? Like what you're upset about, is it really that serious to bring uh, to break the unity in your house? Like because Shalisa, when you and I pray about something or when we're unified, there's nothing that we have not been able to accomplish or do. That's so true. Uh, Bible says when people, when the people, and it's talking about more than one person, but it is simply about when when you and someone else come in unity about something. It says when the people got in one mind and one accord, nothing that they said to do shall be refrained from them. Mm -hmm. So this is to you all. When you and your wife or your spouse come together on one accord. There is nothing that cannot happen. In fact, the power of agreement says, if any two touching as a green, that's when you're supposed to shake my hand, Shalise. You got me on camera oh, with sorry. my hand out I here. She, she, she didn't want to give me no play. <laughs> All right. When any two touching as a green on anything of this earth, it shall be done of the Father which is in heaven. Mm -hmm. uh, other scripture says, you know, how can two walk together lest they be agreed? All of these different things about how agreement and how powerful agreement is in the earth. Mm -hmm. So men... Women, like, seek to find that agreement. Seek, like, let's look at what page that we're on, and let's make sure that, <laughs> and let's make sure that we do that. Jeremy, oh, Lord. oh, my cousin, no. is my cousin no. Jeremy. No, he, he talking about it was one of his gifts for Please me. Please stop. My cousin gave me some special oil, uh, no. not anointing oil. All right. <laughs> But gave me some oh, no. special oil only made for husbands and wives. <laughs> All right. But as I was saying, he didn't chime in, Lord. <laughs> All right. So these are the things. And believe, please believe we're not listening to Mahalia Jackson, you know, or listening to Ty Trivet <laughs> or anything else when we when it's time for romantic love. No. You gotta listen to music with a message. Music that 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 in, that brings about that love that you want to express. Mm -hmm. All right. And if you, you know, we're not listening to no twerk songs either. All right. <laughs> so you got to make sure that you do things with a message. Now you're talking about, oh, that's a whole nother message. But oh, as we close out, you have to have fun in your marriage. Mm -hmm. What do you say, Shalise? What, what, what is your most important part to leave with them? Um, I really like my forgive fast. Uh, that is like a huge thing because. It, it just is like that's how you're able to have fun and not walk around with an attitude all the time about little things that are done 
Um, but if you forgive quick and always assume the best, forgive quick, assume the best in your spouse. I think that those are two important keys. All right. And as I'm preparing to close out, brothers, here's my message to you. Uh, you have to always remember and respect that your wife has a voice. And a lot of times the answers that you're looking for, they're hidden in her voice. Uh, think about it right now, bros. Don't say it out loud, especially if she's sitting next to you. Think about when she gave you that little nugget of advice and you was like, no, nah, I'm still going to do it this way. And you messed it up. And while you were messing it up, you just heard her voice, that little that little voice <laughs> saying, you should have done it this way. Some of the bros don't have to wait to hear the little voice. My, now, my wife doesn't do that where she comes and, you know, says, I told you so. Some of you all have sisters that are like, I told you that you should have, you know. <laughs> but here's... What I want to share is that a lot of times the answers that you're looking for, God will speak through your wife and it will bless the whole household. There's a man named Nabal uh, in the Bible and his wife uh, actually tried to cover the house when he messed up. David and his men pastor just preached this what Mm -hmm. about a week ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, David and his men were hungry. They needed to eat Nabal. He was balling out of control. He had cattle and had all of this. And David's men was like, yo, do you, can we get something to eat? Nabal was like, no, nah, man, get out of here. This is my land. Peace out. And so they're like, oh, you must not know about David. He getting ready to ride out on everybody. So David was like, what? They, he didn't want to, they didn't want to give you anything to drink or eat. Psh, we getting ready to go blow the spot up. Okay. And I am clearly paraphrasing. Mm-hmm. So they get ready to ride out. But before that, his wife, you know, met David and the men and they she had food, she had drink and she was telling David like, yo, you don't want this on your account coming down, you know, blowing up our spot. And so then when she went back and told her husband what she had done for David and his men to cover the house to keep them from being injured. The Bible says that Nabal had a heart attack and died. Mm-hmm. And so some some of the brush y'all might. You might be physically dying, but what you invent, what you venture, you're venturing to do, or what you're imagining to do, or your goals you have set, the wisdom could be encased in the voice of your wife, and make sure that you submit to that because it's really God speaking through her, bros. And somebody asked me the other day, Shalise, they said, you know, this whole weaker vessel piece, mm-hmm. you know, it says treat her as the weaker vessel, my brothers. And if she is born of, you know, if she comes from you, you believe she is your rib. If you are not weak, then it's no way that she can be weak. So treat her with that respect. She stands beside you, not behind you. Uh, You submit to the God and her vice versa. She's submitting to the God within you. Both of you all submitted to Christ. This is the best relational advice that I could give. Make sure you get into a word church. Make sure you get into a place where both of you are hearing the same thing. That's right. And I I know there are some places where the wife may be going to this church and the husband go to the other church. And I would always encourage you all that you need to be worshiping together. Mm -hmm. Don't wait till Sunday morning to lift up holy hands and praise God together. You know, in fact, when you all come together as one, it is worship as unto God. Mm -hmm. And with one minute left, uh, Kate, I want you to go ahead and what this is a question for you. What are you looking forward to most? coming towards marriage? Honestly, that's hard 
to narrow down, but I am genuinely looking forward to enjoying myself. I have a partner who, no matter how our day goes, we end it laughing together. And I plan Yes. Awesome. Yes. Laugh often. All right. The you know, Bible says what? Laughter do a good is a medicine. Mm-hmm. So remember the drawing board. We always say that your future is not behind you. It is not before you. It is within, within you. you. God bless you.